And so it is. Who did you expect? <laughs> but I, Tobias, and we gather now together with Shambra, with the teachers, with all of you in this classroom of the new energy. Actually, it wasn't decided until just a split moment ago who would actually be um, handling this shout. A little bit of a arm wrestle with Kutumi, and I won. <laughs> because of the nature of what we're going to talk about today, it was something that we both wanted to do. So we had our own, how do you say, our own little collision in a good way. And because of the um, closeness that I have with each and every one of you, oh, and Kutumi does too, but you and I, we have, we have spent so much time together, lifetimes of time, lifetimes in the temples of Tien, lifetimes in the time of Yeshua, lifetimes after and now here on earth now. You embodied as these um, silly, silly humans, as Katumi would say, uh, me kind of embodied, haven't figured out that yet, <laughs> part here, part there. But it was I who truly wanted to come in to, to share this day with you. Let's begin with our deep breath, because we're going to go into some new places today. You see, as you know, when you, when you accept yourself like you are doing right now in our safe and sacred space, when you are relaxed about who you are, comfortable in, in your body, comfortable in your humanness, and comfortable in your soul, well, then indeed, indeed we can come in. I can come in very, very close. When you accept yourself, you can also drink me in. It's much easier when you are, when you are in this safe and comfortable place than to let me flow in, right into your body. Nothing to worry about. You know I'm not going to try to take it. I have my own. You know that I'm not going to try to steal any energy. I don't need it. You know I'm not going to try to, to convince you of anything because, you see, you're not compromising yourself. You know who you are. Sitting here in this, this space, this little dimension that we're creating here together right now, you feeling that you truly know yourself, then... The energies change. I can come in very close. I can come right into your body with you. I can meld and dance with your consciousness. and You never lose touch with who you are. But yet, we can form this beautiful melding of energies. First you and I doing this dance together. Then inviting the, in the other energies of Shambra. All of us ones who are connecting in this instant moment of consciousness right now, all across the world, the ones who will listen to and read this in the days to come, when you are feeling and accepting yourself like you are right now, you can open to the other realms, to the angelic beings who are part of the facilitation process of our shouts, you see, because it is more than just the words that are spoken on the human levels, what you are feeling today, where your consciousness is moving today is felt in the other realms as well. What you are doing right here, right now, even though perhaps you are not moving a physical muscle, is changing all of consciousness everywhere. Let us take a deep breath. Know thyself and drink any of the rest of us in. So, Shambra, here we are today, a special day. Special because it is the time of what you would call Easter for many of the religions and, and the spiritual movements on earth. It is the time of the death and it is the time of the resurrection. Because humans have accepted this, have humans have accepted the the story of Jesus. It creates a certain energy that makes it possible 
for a transformation, for the death of the old self, in a way. But as you know, there truly is no death, but a death of, of an energy that doesn't serve the Master anymore. Letting go, that is death, just letting go. Letting go of old structures, old habits, old ways of perceiving things. Letting it die so its energy can return to its pure and natural state. And then the resurrection. The resurrection that allows you to spiral, to evolve into a new place of consciousness. Sometimes sometimes this um, resurrection, the change can be challenging, overwhelming. But you know, there is a natural process taking place. And if you allow it to be, it will it will bring you, you will bring yourself to this to this new level of consciousness and understanding. Because so many humans accept the consciousness of the story of, of the death and the resurrection. The energies are all around right now. They have been very much in this past month of time. I know you have felt them. You have felt the human consciousness, an old part of it dying, a new part of it ready to awaken. But it's the consciousness, this next level of human consciousness is getting ready to awaken. There is the anxiety. There is the fear. There is the desire to go back to the old ways. Well, you've had that experience yourself so many times. As you are in this whole experience of your own ascension, how often have you wanted to go back? You've ventured out alone, lonely at times, no longer in touch with your old self because the new is being birthed. How many times have you wanted to go back? How many times have you regretted ever embarking on this journey of experience? That is what other humans are going through, especially in this time of the year that you would call Easter, the resurrection. And you've been feeling it. You've been experiencing it. It's interesting to note that as we look at the energy of Shambra and we look at the, from Angel's Peak, we look at the overview of what is happening. We see this is also a time of a year when there is the changing of the earth energy from its death, from its winter, into its awakening, its resurrection. You know that the calendar actually, and more accurately, used to begin in the spring. Why it was ever changed to January in the dead of winter is besides us. But So you have this energy right now of the changing, of the transformation taking place. There's a time for you, Shambra, in this last month. You were asked a question, not by I, Tobias, or St. Germain, or any of the others, but by yourself. We stand back, we watch, we we give our advice, our comments when you ask. We've been watching in this last month. It was interesting because so many of you asked yourself in your dreams and in your waking state, should I go any further in this physical body, in this illusion of reality? Should I leave now? There's no penalty, by the way, for leaving. You don't lose anything since you gain some things. <laughs> should I end this lifetime now, perhaps quietly, perhaps with drama, it doesn't matter, but so many of you pose that question to yourself in these last days since our last shout. You were wondering if you had done your work. You were wondering why you continue to go through some of the hardships of the physical reality. You were wondering what it would be like to be back here with St. Germain, with myself, Einstein, Tesla, all of the other grand ones waiting for you to come back. We party well over here. We enjoy ourselves over here. We don't take things too seriously. We stay in a place of self-love, compassion, intimacy. It's grand over here, grand. Many of you asked yourselves, why the hell am I on earth right now? <laughs> 
You've heard this before, you've heard this voice, but now it was a bit different because you were asking you. It wasn't the outside voice. Now it was the inside voice. Should I stay or should I leave? We observed, we watched, we felt your energy move and shift and sometimes collide and sometimes plummet. We were actually surprised. We, we had our legions of angels out waiting in the near realms for you to come over. Oh, it would have been grand, of course. You'd have been, um, you'd have been honored. You'd have been, you'd have been, we'd have partied with you. We were surprised. Very, very few Shambra around the world, very few, ever did this. Very few Shambra chose to come back. Most of you stayed. And again, you don't have to. Again, there's um, the, the death itself is not that difficult at all. The transition for you, Shambra, you know what the process is like. You don't fear the near realms. You don't fear some place that truly doesn't exist that is called hell. So it would have been easy, but very few did. It was interesting. And we've been studying that, saying, what is it? Why? We've taken a look at your energy and the energy of Shambra. And our conclusion is that you're beginning to find the joy in your own life. You're beginning to understand the dynamics of how energy works and what it truly is, what it isn't. You're beginning to understand that you are creators, not just hearing the words anymore, not just reciting them, but truly being in those words and in those energies. So many of you also have felt you've come this far. Why leave now? <laughs> many of you have felt, better. it's only a few more months to the quantum leap, I'll wait at least that long. <laughs> I want to go to that earth party. and Trust us, we are going to be there as well in force. There will be more angels than humans at the quantum leap celebration. We've been waiting for it as well, but you've taken a different look at yourself and at life and about your relations with other humans. You've gotten through the very worst of this whole process of, uh, of ascension. You've gotten through the death portion, and now you're in the awakening and the resurrection portion. And yes, at times it can still be difficult, because you have things like other humans, you have things like... Uh, very a very old struggle between energies and duality. Very, very, very old energy, and you sense this and you feel it. But you've chosen to stay. You've chosen to continue this. And I want to take just this moment to thank you and to honor you. You don't have to. It's you're out of um, released from spiritual service. You're released from old contracts. You're even released from Shambra energy at least as an obligation. It, it, is a, it is a choice if you want to be with the Shambra energy. You didn't have to be here, so it's brought up a few tears on our side about your choice to stay, your choice to, to be the ones on earth. You know, this is the classroom of the new energy, the classroom of the new energy. We are aware, and we also work with many other groups across the world, spiritual groups, New Age groups, metaphysical and religious. We work with the angelic beings who help to guide these groups. But from our viewpoint here on Angel's Peak, there is none like Shambra. None. Look at you. As Kaldra said earlier, you're not held together by rules. Most organizations are. You're not held together by a set of defined belief systems. Most organizations are. You're not held together by some hierarchy that you have to report to. Most groups are. You're brought together, and you stay together by choice and by heart and by service to the humans that you're the teachers of. It's an amazing, amazing concept, this whole thing that, that you call Shambra. This is the classroom of the new energy. You're the ones moving through it. Oh, there are individuals, yes, around the world, but as a group, you are the group. 
to be playing with new consciousness, new physics that surpass the old duality, third-dimensional physics that you've known for so long. This is the classroom of the new energy. As I've said, and you heard Calder say today, new energy, what is it? What is it? And I'll tell you right now, it is without definition. Without definition. And we're going to explore that today. We're going to explore without definition. So let's take a deep breath, Shambram. We talked in our last gathering about no compromise. I want to take a brief review of it here. I want to con- er, encourage each of you to continue feeling that energy within you. What is compromise at your, at your inner level? Compromise is basically a limitation. Compromise can come about through things like fear or uncertainty or what we would call perhaps even old belief systems about right and wrong, about what you should and shouldn't do. Compromises when, when you dilute yourself, when you give yourself away, when you allow others to take away from you. Compromises when you know what it's like to feel within yourself. You know where your center and your core is, but then you pretend that you don't. You allow outside situations and circumstances to then be the guiding force in your life. Compromise is when you say that I'm a creator, but when in truth you only feel you're a small creator, a little creator. You feel that all of these influences around your life are grander creators than you. That is compromise. You are either a creator, full and pure, or you're not a creator. If you're not a creator, you are a victim. If you're not a creator, you are absolutely a victim. Victim of everything else, other people, mass consciousness, the aliens, (laughs) anything outside of you, you become the victim. You give your energy away. No compromise means understanding, remembering, and accepting who you are, accepting that you are God also, not compromising it, not going part way. We bring this point up. It's very, very important. We brought it up in the last shout because, again, as we take our next step into new energy, which is not definable, can't go in it with compromise. You can't go in it part way. You open up totally into it. So continue to work with this energy of no compromise. Continue to take a look in your life because sometimes, sometimes it hides itself. Sometimes it plays games with you. Sometimes you convince yourself that you need to compromise in order to survive. Sometimes this whole compromise energy gets you so low in your own personal energy, you don't even recognize that you're doing it. The compromise is something you're going to recognize in your mind, but you're mostly going to recognize it in your feelings and in your heart. Sometimes you're not going to be able to understand exactly what's taking place, but you can truly feel when you are compromising. As I said in our last shout, your energy plummets. You feel you have betrayed yourself. You feel that you're small instead of grand. That's what happens when you compromise. Take a look at your own personal life, your job situation. Look at the compromises you make there. And why are you compromising? I've told you before, and I'm going to tell you again, sooner or later, Shambra, you're going to have to work for yourself. Sooner or later. So you compromise. You think you need the job for a check to feed you, to feed your family. You think you need it because there's nothing else out there for you. You compromise and say, well, when such and such happens, then perhaps I'll leave. When, when I have 
all of this business come to me, and I'm, I'm guaranteed that I will have uh, plenty of work in my new venture. Then I will leave. That's compromise. That is compromise. And what's going to happen is because of the way energy works, you're never going to attain it. And then you're going to get frustrated. Your energy is going to get very low. Your physical body will respond accordingly. And then you come back to party with us. But you're not going to be happy about the events that took place to get you here. This whole energy of compromise is so important as we go into the next level. We're going to get a bit of a taste of it today. Today there are no guests that will tell you something. No guests, just I, Tobias. We have the angelic beings, the non-physical beings, who are helping to support uh, the energy of this dimension that we are creating together. No guests on this day. We need the type of energy to explore, explore something new. Take a moment, breathe in, feel yourself grounded in this now moment. Feel yourself when you take that breath. Feel yourself. Don't, you don't have to try to analyze, but just feel yourself. It's you, your body, your mind, your soul, all in this space. And now let's expand out from the now moment. Don't leave your body, but expand your consciousness, you see. It's like throwing a stone in the water. You see the, the concentric circles go out and out and out. That's what you can do with your own energy. You're the stone. You're the center. And let's expand our energies now. I would like to take you today to the other realms. I'd like to take you back to the Chambra Service Center. What is the Chambra Service Center? It's the energy of Chambra. It's your group energy. Chambra Service Center is a place that you can come any time you, you want to rejuvenate, to learn, to teach. This is a virtual space, but because of the consciousness and the agreement between all Chambra, it is a reality. It is there. It's going to look a little bit different to each one of you because of your perception of reality, how you view reality. So if you talk to one Chambra and they say the Chambra Service Center looks like this, another Chambra will say, but it looks like this. What does it look like? All of the above. Why can't energy have many different facets, you see? Why can't something look different depending on who's viewing it or observing it? Why can't even for you the Chambre Service Center change the way it looks and feels in each moment of time? You're used to living in a locked-in consciousness, a very focused consciousness in the third dimension. And when you look, um, for instance, at these flowers at the front of the room, there's a general agreement in how they look. Or is there? Or is there? You see. And these flowers can change. Flowers can, can start doing things that defy the eye and defy the mind, because they're much more than a pot of flowers. They're much more than a celebration of color. They can sing, probably better than I. <laughs> They can change and transform. Now, the mind doesn't know how to accept that. The mind says, but, but Tobias is talking in uh, very esoteric terms. The practical reality is that the flowers don't change. Well, they perhaps change when they die, but sitting here right now, they don't. But that, that, dear friends, is one of the main points of today. What is really happening? What is really going on? So the Chambra Service Center can look different than the last time you were here. It can have different attributes. It doesn't have to be singular. It can be multiple, you see. It doesn't have to just have one identity. It can have many, many, many facets all at the same time. For our work today, 
There are those uh, angelic beings of the Crimson Council who have helped prepare an energy platform in the Chambra Service Center. Let us flow our energies in together. Let us go through, if there's a door for you, you can go in the window if you want. Perhaps there is no there is no entryway at all. You can just float through the wall. doesn't matter. Let go of the perceptions of what you think should be, so that it can truly be all that it is. Let us go into the Chambra Service Center, all of us. So there's plenty of room inside, no crowding. Take a moment to feel the energy of the room that we are in right now. Remember last time we were here, we talked about the water. Water is an important dynamic, not only in your realm, on your side, but in ours as well. Our water isn't made up of the physical attributes like what you have on Earth. But the water here is a fluid, cooling, soothing energy. For those of us who have lived life on Earth, we can bring back to these realms, the angelic realms, a more uh, insightful or a deeper perspective of the energy called water. But all of the angels, most of the angels, work with water. Water here means means uh, healing, flowing, soothing. That's a type of energy even over here. So plenty of water here in our service center. Go ahead and sit down if you'd like. Relax a bit. Enjoy this moment that we have together in the service center. Here in this room, I'm using words. I'm using words to define attributes like water. I'm using words to define um, the chair. Say, sit in the chair. I'm using words to help shape a reality at this point. Words are very interesting. They carry specific energies with them. I'm using words to define the the walls in this room. Some of you may see a wall of rock. Others of you are going to see a wall of color in this room. In this room there are many flowers. They've been brought in for you. Exotic flowers. Flowers that are aromatic. Flowers that are blooming with color, glowing with color, vibrating their energies, transmitting their energies to you as you sit in the chairs. The floor in our room together. The floor is a, is a support for you right now. It has a platform, a foundation. Some of you may see a beautiful tiled floor. Some of you may be choosing in this moment to sit on a very lush and thickly carpeted floor. Some of you would much prefer just a dirt floor because you want to connect continually with the energies of Gaia, energies of Earth. Some of you are on a glass floor. Few, you're floating on a floor of clouds. You see, you can all have different perspectives of the same type of experience. I'm using words here to define because that is how humans communicate. Words are very interesting and very limited. On Earth you have many different languages. And languages develop the words that bring about the energy, whether it is a picture or a feeling, but the words convey a very specific um, vibration. And as I'm talking now, through words to you, we're changing, we're playing with the vibrations, with the symbology in the words. Language comes from the mind, and words come from the language. So words are a thing of the mind. Words are very limited, but it is the way that humans communicate, and it is the way that you are have been led to believe that you have to communicate. Words limit the true energy, but yet you use words in everything that you do. You do. You use words in, 
even areas that are basically nonverbal. You use words to define things. You use words to shape the energy of something. Language is an incredible study. Words are an incredible energy. They're symbols. As I'm talking here, some of you, the words now are getting very blurred. You can't even seem to understand what I'm saying because we're starting to go beyond words. You see, there's just noises coming out of Caldra's mouth right now. When you're in a very defined 3D dimension, when you're perceiving only in the 3D, the words have um, very specific meanings, but as you expand, the words seem to get blurry now. They don't make as much sense. The symbols aren't quite as um, coherent because you're starting to work at a different level. You're starting to go beyond words. I've used words to define the Shamber Service Center, and define this room, the room of words that we're in right now. Now let's go to the next room together. Take a deep breath. How do you get there? I don't care. Walk, float, project yourself, expand. But let's go to the next room together. Take a deep breath. And let's go in. Is this real, by the way? Is this real? Absolutely, if you choose it to be. If you don't choose it to be, no, it is not real. If you choose it to be, we are literally, because you're, we're in a consciousness agreement, you are literally doing this on some level. We are moving into the next room. We are at the Chambre Service Center. I have to laugh sometimes what humans call real and what they don't. Houdini and some of the other great illusionists and the magicians and those who work with the Merlin energy understand absolutely nothing is real. Nothing. It's all an illusion. It, I'm going to say it better. It's all a temporary creation. Because even, even the creations that you create that others do, they're going to change. The energy will continue to expand. That is the one thing about, about Spirit, about God, whatever you want to call the overall energy. There's the one thing is it is always seeking expansion and expression. There's one thing about spirit. Always want it to express itself and then expand. Express itself and expand. You know why? Because spirit is in joy. Spirit is in love. And that's what the energy of love does, continues to expand and express. So here we've expanded into the next room. This is the room of thought. Of thought. Now, I'm going to have to continue using words because for a while, because that is how humans connect uh, and agree upon an energy dynamic. I'm going to ask you to be in this room of thought now, but expand beyond words, beyond just what is being conveyed here through the verbal language or the written language. The room of thought is interesting. Thought doesn't require words. You think all the time. It doesn't have to be expressed verbally. If every thought had to be expressed verbally, you'd never stop talking. <laughs> but the one thing about thought that is true and that is limiting is you put words or language to thought. Take a deep breath. Think of something right now. Think of Tesla, for instance. You've just gone through a series of words to define your thoughts. Now, perhaps you were thinking Tesla, um, magic, creativity, Invention, energy, Edison. But as you were thinking, your brain was attaching a word to it. You see, you are very trained to attach words to thoughts. That is how you communicate or have communicated with yourself in the past. 
is going to be interesting for you to play with henceforth, watching how you put thoughts into words. Take a moment to think for a moment of the of the Chambra service center that you're in. You're defining the energies through thought in your mind and into a word. You have to. I've been trained that way. You have to put it into a, a word, even though you're not speaking it. It still is being translated into a word. Thinking goes into words. Now take a deep breath and let us expand now into the next room. Float over, hop over, just be there. Transport yourself in, in a moment, in a flash. And we're now in the third room in the Shamba Service Center. Take a deep breath. This is the room of feeling, feeling. Now feel the energies in this room. Without judgment and without limitation, feel the energies in this room. Could be love, comfort, compassion. Some of you are feeling how the energies um, appear to be rather erratic, moving quickly, darting back and forth. Keep feeling for a moment the energies in this room of feeling. Some of you are feeling color. Some of you are feeling things like um, release. You're feeling pain, a few of you. Some of you are feeling new energy. Now you see, even in this room of feeling, which goes beyond the mind, beyond thought, you're still using words to define what you are feeling. The feelings that you are perceiving in here are flowing back into the thought, into the mind, and then you are attaching words around it. Again, you've been trained to do this from, from your earliest days, from lifetime and lifetime, of using language to create the symbols to define the perceptions. Words are used to define your perceptions on all levels. And herein lies one of the barriers or one of the fallacies of energy work. It has always it's been flowing back down through the mind and into words. It's almost um, uncontrollable. It's the way your energy has been trained, and it has served you well. It has helped you to understand things. It has helped you to define energies. It has helped you to share your definitions of your feelings and your thoughts with yourself and then with other humans. It's kind of a commonly accepted practice. We'll take feelings and thoughts and put them into words. Sometimes the words are spoken. Sometimes they're written. But they all go into words sooner or later. It's kind of like a funnel, funneling the energies down and down and down until they can be put into a word. Now, a word may contain many levels of energy. When I say a word such as tree, there are many levels in it, but it is still a word. It's still is a definition, and it still has its limitations. These limitations of energy expression, while having served you well, are now driving you crazy. There is something beyond, and you know it. 
but you just didn't know how to put it into words. You felt it, but you didn't know how to define it. Because humans, even the angels, have been trained that there are certain limitations of consciousness. Take a deep breath. And now, let us move into the next room. Don't dawdle, please. We have a shower to do. Take a deep breath and let us move into the next room. Now, I'm going to ask you to perceive this room. Perceive this room that we are now in. Many of you perceiving large, empty, dark, not sure. Some of you are perceiving the energy is changing so rapidly you can't seem to put a handle on it. You can't seem to um, settle it. its energies enough to define it. Take a deep breath and perceive the energies in this room. This is the room of no definition. No definition at all. And that's why it may appear to be large and dark and empty or changing very rapidly. It cannot be defined. And this is the new energy. It cannot be defined. Now we're going to have to define what cannot be defined, so it's going to seem like a bit of a conflict. But what we are really doing is is going beyond here. Oh, this is this is the classroom, remember? Today with Shambra all around the world, we're going beyond. I have to tell you something. This room of no definition and the whole concept of I'm going to call it sans definition. Sans without. Sans definition. Is something that even on the angelic realms most angels don't venture into. Most of the angelic beings continue to define. Interesting thing happened after after Earth um, was inhabited by angelic beings who turned into humans, and languages were developed to help explain what was very foreign and very odd to angels. After the languages were developed, and after the angelic beings turned human, died, and came back to the non-physical realms, the languages started coming back with them particularly in what we define as the near realms, those realms that are still connected to the energy of Earth. And there are many, many angelic beings in the near realms, the non-physical, earthbound realities. The language has come back over with those who are coming here to in between lifetimes. So much so that the that in the near realms you will find that generally the angelic beings speak languages. Generally they are also very attached to their the native language that they used in their previous lifetime. So literally in the near realms you have angelic beings who cannot understand each other. Some speak German, some speak English, some speak Japanese. So. Even on the angelic realms, you find that there are languages being used to define energy, used to define feeling and thought, and so much so that this is even seeped out past the near realms. And the energy of um, language has even gone into the crystal and, and beyond. Now, as it goes into what you would consider the more expanded realms, not necessarily in a specific earth language, but there are very specific types of uh, inflections used to communicate feelings and thoughts in the non-physical realms. What we are saying, this isn't just a human thing. It goes beyond into the other realms. 
where we are right now in the room of San's description, San's definition, there are no words. There are no words. I can define things. An interesting concept, and a concept that we're going to ask you to begin working with. How can you not put something in words? How can you not have a thought or a feeling not defined by words? How can you and your mind, even your body, comprehend something that is not ultimately brought back to you in words? And that is a wonderful and a beautiful challenge to Shambra. long time ago, in some of the spiritual and religious um, environments and groups that were here on earth, they would not speak the Word of God. They would not speak His or her name, because they it wasn't that it was uh, bad. It wasn't that they were going to be punished for speaking the Word God or Yahweh or Jehovah or any of these things. What they were trying to convey that a few knew a long time ago was that it is the undefinable. It was the undefinable. How could you bastardize it by putting it into a human word? Because the moment you do, you have structured it. You have imprisoned its energy. And true spirit cannot be imprisoned. True energy is absolutely neutral. Energy is neutral until you activate it through feelings or thoughts or specific intentions or choices, and then it is activated. But it sits out there in the grand, unstructured, the grand, undefinable, the grand, I don't want to say unknown, that has the wrong energy, but the grand, the grand isness. You see? You see what happens out here. It is very difficult to define. You can't even say it is, because it isn't either. You can't say it's grand, because it is nothing at all. It's neutral energy. You can't start to to structure it. You can't start to even describe it or define it. Because the moment you do, where are you? Back in your mind, back in your thoughts, and back into limitations. This is a wonderful, beautiful, and simple concept. And for Shamba, where you are right now in your life, it's going to be one of the most transformational. But it can also be one of the most challenging. I, Tobias, and those of the Crimson Council are going to ask you each day to go into the into the undefinable, sans description, sans structure, sans definition. You're going to find initially that it is very difficult because you're going to get into a game with your own mind. It is going to want to define. And it is defining exactly where we are right now. We're in the room of no definition, but what is the mind trying to do? Define it. Capture it. Lasso it. Structure it. Shape it. This has been your training, your conditioning. But it is time now for the classroom of the new energy to go beyond to let go of the need to define. Now, an interesting thing happens here, because some of you are trying to do right now, you're trying to blank out your mind. You're trying to go to nothing. And you have to take a feel again of its energies. This is not nothing. This is everything. This is, this is the, the vast potential. This is the unlimited reserve of energy. This is 
this is this great vessel of energy. We're not saying this is God or spirit. That's a different thing. We're saying this is the undefined, but this is where it happens. This is the grandest of all of the potentials because they haven't been limited by the mind through the words, haven't been limited by the feelings through the words. So I want to ask you to start coming out to the undefinable every day. Now, Shambra, some of you nod your head now, but we know these homework assignments are put in the stack of all of the other things you have to do and ignored. But we're going to tell you right now that where we are all going in the new energy, you're going to want this experience. You're going to want to do um, this, this beautiful expansion every day, about ten minutes. Some of you are going to find it's wonderful to do this at night, and you're going off to sleep. Some of you are going to do it in the morning when you wake up. Try not to do it when you're driving a car <laughs> or you're operating power tools. Do it in a quiet moment. Now, this is like a, an incredible puzzle we're giving you, but it's not a puzzle to be solved. It's only a puzzle to be experienced. The challenge here is how to, how to not define the energy, how to not put it into words. And you say, but, but Tobias, uh, then how am I going to experience it? How am I going to understand it, you see? And that is the beauty of what we are doing. Obviously, there is a different way to experience. Obviously, there's a different way to perceive energy. You've, you've been using but one way to do it. Through the thought, into the word, into a structure, so that you could comprehend it. Well, as I said, it served you well in Earth, served you to help you to understand the dynamics of what are, is going around you. We're going to go beyond. I'll tell you a few things. This isn't what you think it's going to be, because your thinking has a preconceived idea or concept. This isn't a meditative state where you blank out your mind and, in a sense, you cease to allow yourself to exist. This is existence in a whole different realm. This is not something that you can write about and post on your message board right now, because the moment you are do that, you are bastardizing it. You are thinking about it. This is a very personal and a very intimate experience that you're going to be going through. This is something that's going to confound you and perplex you, and it's going to make you very angry with I Tobias. But as you continue to work with the sun's definition, no defining, it's going to start unfolding itself. Your understanding will come from a new and different place, not necessarily in your body, Definitely not in the mind. While you're in the state of San's definition, some of you are going to think you're going crazy, but that is your thinking that is going crazy. And your perception of reality is going to start getting very loose. Your perception of reality has been tied up in knots. It's been forged into steel. It's very solid. And as you go into San's definition, beyond, if you go into this beyond, the perception of reality is going to get like water, like water is to us here, very flowing and fluid and open. And at times you're going to feel um, very ungrounded. Take a deep breath. Remember that you are in the now moment, but you are in a very expanded now moment. At times you're going to feel you're losing touch with yourself because your touch with you has been in the brain. Your touch, your consciousness of yourself has been limited to words 
that have been used to define and to shape yourself. So it's going to feel uncomfortable at times. It's going to feel perhaps a bit um, overwhelming at times. But Chamba, we have to tell you that there are many beings on our side who are helping you, guiding you through this experience. There's nothing to fall out of. There's nothing to to um, to um, don't have to worry about losing that sense of self because you're evolving to a, a whole new sense of self in this. As you continue to work with this energy of San's definition, even in your everyday life, bring it back to earth and try not to define something that you have always defined: the vase of flowers. Even though you just glance at it. Your mind quickly analyzes, forms a word around it, and puts a structure on it. You come up with the colors. You come up with the the mass or the volume. It's all done through thought and words. In the sun's definition, in the beyond, you move to a whole different level of perception and a whole different understanding of reality that goes beyond the mind. It is so unusual for us to have to use words to talk about something where there are no words. It is difficult for us to convey the energy even in thought form as we are used to doing with you. It is even difficult to convey the feeling because even feelings have their limitations. It is about going into a whole new area of energy. A whole new dimension that surpasses the need for structure, the need for definition, the need for a limited perception. This is the new energy. This is the new energy. New energy at this time doesn't want, doesn't need any sort of definition or structure. You can't take new energy in its pure state and truly force it into an old energy duality environment, because the two have such different characteristics. New energy is a potential that is very present in your life right now. It's as much in the now as your perception of yourself is. It's here with you. You haven't necessarily seen it or felt it because it cannot be defined. You've been trying to define new energy. We hear many of you say, this is new energy and that's new energy. It's undefinable. With the current tools, the current resources you have for defining things, this work that you do each day in San's definition, in the into the unknown and undefinable, is going to expand your consciousness greatly, and it's also going to allow you to begin using a whole different set of perception tools, evaluation tools, and understanding tools in your life. These tools of, uh, we're going to call them tools of understanding, ways of perceiving things, they're already with you. You just can't see them because of the way you try to explain and define energy. You see the paradox in what we're talking about here? Going into something that cannot be structured, defined, or described with the current set of energy uh, tools or resources that you have. Don't give up, Shambro. You try once, you try twice, and you say, this just isn't working. I'm struggling. My brain is trying to figure it out, and I can't turn my brain off. Your brain is doing what it's been asked to do. Your brain is trying to process information in the way it knows how to do. It's trying to structure and define. 
Just like, um, just like a potter will try to structure the clay and define it. Well, the potter would feel terrible if he went in one day and his finger slipped through the clay and it could not be defined or shaped. He would feel like he was a failure. The potter would get very frustrated because every time he touched the clay it would lose its definition rather than gain a structure. And instead of creating a, a vase, it would turn in back into different elements and ingredients that would basically melt before him or her. And that's what it's going to be like in working with San's definition, outside of the perception that you now have. It's going to feel like things are falling apart, slipping through the cracks. You're going to feel like you're trying to put your arms around something, and you can't. You're going to wonder if this is some sort of um, trick that we're playing on you, and it's not. It is moving beyond, moving into new realms. When you can, again here words, <clears throat> words limit what we're trying to convey, but when you can move beyond the need to structure and define, you're truly in the new energy. And when you are in the new energy, I truly understand now how it can be applied in your life, in your world, in your reality. And again, words cannot describe it. Are we headed for a different type of language, per se? Yes, but not one that flows through the mind. Are we headed for a different way of communications? Yes not a communication that has the current limitations on it. Are we on our way to a whole new understanding of realities? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you, can you, Shambra, the classroom of the new energy, allow yourself to go beyond where you have ever gone before. This is not a psychedelic trip. This is not a mind game. This is not a contest. It's allowing yourself, feeling so comfortable with yourself that you can go into realms that defy description. You have not gone there before. I will tell you that right now. You have not gone there before. You've gone into some incredible realms the crystalline realms, the birthing realms. You've gone into uh, what you would call alien realms, but you have not gone here. It's new energy. It's a whole different room. That is why we were so emphatic in our last gathering of saying, Chambra, don't compromise yourself. Because as we move into this next realm, you're going to find that if you're in a place of compromise, that going into the unexplainable and undefinable will crush you. Not literally, of course, but it's going to, it's going to basically collapse uh, what you would feel is a secure place of your, your mind thought, of your comfort level, of your being in the now moment. And as you feel your reality collapsing around you, you're going to go right back into the reality and try to re-identify it, reshape it, re-grasp it. I'll tell you one other attribute here. Here in the San's description, yes, you could call it the great unknown, the great undefinable. This is also where you're going to begin to truly understand what a soul is, what your soul is. The soul is an identity, and a unique identity, unique your unique expression of what you would call God or Spirit. That is your soul. But your soul is also undefinable, unstructurable, uncontrollable. Your mind cannot take over your soul by design by agreement. So, 
what you would call your soul self. And again, that uh, is a word that needs revamping. But true you is in these realms. It has not been able to, and in a sense hasn't wanted to, come into a limited, overly structured, controlling, and suppressive environment where the mind rules and where reality is too specific and too inflexible. So in the undefinable, you will come to know yourself in a whole new way. Work with it, Chambra. It is the unknown, the unexplainable. Work with these energies. Get frustrated with them if you want. You don't have to like hold back. That, that by the way, is compromising. You can get angry, you can get upset, you can get frustrated, but continue working with them. You'll have tremendous support. This does, by the way, tie into our shout from our last gathering with the energies of Tesla, with the energies of new invention, new understanding. It all ties in together. It's simple. Your assignment, homework, whatever you want to call it, your expansion is to go into the un definable. What happens with the mind? What happens with the need for words and definitions? What happens as you try to comprehend what cannot be comprehended? Go out there and explore, Shambra. You're never alone because we're here on this journey into new energy with you. And so it wasn't. And so it wasn't.